All right. Good morning or good afternoon, everybody. Today is Wednesday, May the 12th, 2021. And there's quite a bit to cover today. Um, nothing super substantial relative to, you know, the breaking news yesterday or the day before. I mean, there's a few things going on in the West, uh, nothing too crazy, but uh, the main focus from around the world has actually been Israel. So again, obviously, we'll get to that. And I just want to say very quickly, for those who have not watched uh, today's public episode, which I put out, I think, uh, one to two hours ago, depending on the time that this uh, this episode gets uploaded, um, I will be away from the studio from this Friday to the following Wednesday. So it's only going to be about five days. Um six at the absolute most but with that being uh, said please do not worry both on a public level and on the member side of things I have pre-recorded a ton so for those saying you know where's Dave been uh, you know the last day or two he's been a little bit more silent than usual it's because I've been researching and recording like a madman so aside from missing uh, you know three or four Kraken episodes everything else will roll smoothly as if nothing's changed anyways let's jump into it so first off a Texas judge has ruled that the NRA's bankruptcy move from New York to Texas was deemed to be purely with the intention to pay less taxes. Well, again, I brought this up when this first happened. Um, like I said, we would we would follow up on it, and now we have. And uh, again, like, like we were all saying earlier, if they're trying to just pay less taxes, I don't necessarily blame them. Um, especially when you're not sure where your tax dollars are going and things like that with how you know hidden the government is with where tax dollars are spent and what have you. Now, with that being said, could the NRA afford to pay more in taxes i'm pretty sure they can i don't know the finances and the the personal business of the nra with that being said um there is a very strong advocacy for the second amendment in america as i don't need to say that goes without saying but the question then becomes is the nra in trouble or not it i don't think they are they they took a chance at trying to not pay taxes they got caught simple right they're probably gonna have to just pay some type of back tax or whatever and then they're gonna go on with with everything else they're just gonna move on so um, the next thing is the Israel versus Hamas situation. Okay, so look, as of the moment I'm recording this, the situation is fluid, basically meaning that, in other words, in plain English, shit is going down as we speak. Is Israel basically overpowering Hamas? Arguably, yes. Now, I'm here's what I'm doing, folks. We have to be vigilant of potential propaganda. So I'm looking at footage from uh, people's cell phones. I'm looking at some footage from news outlets, global ones like BBC, Al Jazeera. Um, I got no problem telling all of you where I try to, you know, look for consistency within sources. If you look at Western media, by the way, no one's reporting it. Now, again, it could be for a massive cover-up on many different for many different reasons. People don't want to see the the horrible things that Israel is allegedly doing, and I say that carefully because again, it's not for me to say who's right and who's wrong. It's not for me to to say or know who um, who's at fault here, who isn't. It's a very complicated issue, and I have friends that are Palestinians. I have friends that are Jewish, um, and again, some on both sides. Some of them are very passionate about you know their their homeland and all that, and others are not. It's a complicated matter. All I can say is this. From what I understand at the moment, and I've been following the situation for at least the last 48 hours with extreme detail as much as I could as a, as a regular civilian, right? Um, I've been following it uh, more so from independent sources you, with people filming with their phones and things like that and assuming that's not propaganda either. And I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but again, we have to cover all angles here. 
It's bad. It's really bad. Uh, United Nations envoy has warned about a potential civil war. With that being said, though, it's hard to say who's playing up certain things, who isn't. Uh, you know, Israel is accusing Hamas of using human uh, families as shields, saying they've given warnings for the families to leave. Hamas and Palestinians are saying, and the uh, people on the Gaza Strip are saying, you know, you're still that's it's still not good enough because you're still killing you know children and women. Look, both sides make great points. I'm I'm assuming this is legitimate and all that right now it's tough it's tough it's not what i'm more so interested in is the fact that biden hasn't said anything i believe he wrote a letter i mean big part of my english here but big fucking whoop big deal right he wrote a letter to the palestinians asking them to calm down i from my understanding please don't quote me on that but i think that's what happened and uh that's it. I mean, I wonder what Biden's advisors are telling him. I wonder, uh, apparently, uh, Netanyahu told one of Biden's advisors or allegedly maybe Biden himself to to kind of basically mind your own business sort of thing. Ultimately, ultimately, excuse me, like I said, though, I do firmly believe that the Biden administration will support Israel no matter what, just because of the close ties and connections, because folks, I prefer to tell it like it is. So let's be real here. There's a lot of Jewish uh, business owners that have extreme power and leverage in America and in the West and around the world, right? With that being said, if Biden does not side with Israel, and by the way, I heard Netanyahu's upset that Biden didn't send any aid or anything, which, you know, I don't blame Netanyahu because again, not that Netanyahu's in the right, but you know, you're kind of, your partner's looking for help, right? With that being said though, it's interesting to see because... <sighs> I, what's going to happen is that if Biden doesn't side with Israel, regardless if it's the right thing to do or not ethically or morally, all these Jewish business people who have connections with the Mossad are simply going to start pulling all of their employees from the States. They're going to start, you know, it's going to cause a lot of tension that's not needed whatsoever, which is why I'm saying Biden will side with Israel in my humble prediction. Um, if he even does make any type of statement or anything of the sort. Now, who knows what's going on behind the scenes with regards to communications of potential de-escalation, but Israel is basically saying, listen, um, and I'm not saying this is right, by the way, I'm just reporting it. Israel's basically saying, when you get when you're a country that's surrounded by your enemies, then you can come talk to us, right? Netanyahu said a similar thing, I believe, in 2014 when there was the last previous uh, war in Gaza, if I'm not mistaken, or the war against Hamas, if you will. And again, th this is tough because it, ultimately, just like I said yesterday, folks, the people that are going to suffer are the innocent Israeli people, the innocent Muslim people, and many, many others as well, too. There are legitimate reasons on both sides, and this is why this is, if you want to look at the bigger picture, for those that don't really know the context, this is a multi-thousand-year-old um, issue. So again, it's it, people have said in business deals, if uh, people have compared tough business deals to uh, Israel and Palestine or Israel and Hamas, because that's how that's how long they've been going at it for. Now, Trump made a statement saying that if he was in office, he would have sent support to Israel. He would have sent bombs, the whole thing and military aid and airstrikes and all that. Can I be honest with you folks? In my humble opinion, if you want my take, I believe him. Whether or not you like Trump, I, I think Trump would have done it. I really do think, I think his whole team, Mike Pompeo, uh, his whole crew there, uh, Jared Kushner, all of them would have said, yeah, you know, uh, Donald or, or Mr. President or whatever, do it. And I think Netanyahu would have liked, I mean, of course he would have liked that, what am I saying? But, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Now, for those, 
that are saying, Dave, before I go on to the next topic, for those saying, Dave, why are you so certain of your your opinion of uh, Biden siding with Netanyahu? Well, first off, aside from the bill that was passed or the legislation three or four days ago in Congress that all Republicans signed and over 50% of Democrats signed saying that aid to Israel will be unconditional no matter what. Aside from that, if you take a look at a PBS documentary, and I know you might be saying, oh, PBS mainstream media, but just hold on, folks. We have to take things with a grain of salt, right? If you take a look at a PBS documentary that came out, I think one or two years ago, it's called Netanyahu at War. Uh, it's it's on YouTube. It's free. It's, I think it's like an hour and a half or something like that. And it talks about Netanyahu's strained relationship with Obama. And it talks about how I believe in 20. Oh, man, I forgot when it was 20. When it was when Israel was about to attack Iran, basically bomb Iran's nuclear sites. It was in the early, uh, it was in the early 2010s. I think it was 2011, something like that. Long story short, basically when you watch the documentary behind the scenes, what it explains is that Obama was not going to help, was not going to support Netanyahu and give him that ability to say, "Hey, we have the U.S. behind you." But if Netanyahu forced Obama's hand by attacking the Iranian nuclear plants first, Obama knew he would have had no choice but to go in and support Israel. Because regardless if these presidents who are in office at the time want to do it or not, Democrat or Republican, like I said, folks, you have to look deeper. Look at the intelligence connections that the Israel has with the U.S. Look at the business ties. Look at the intelligence operations. There's too much there. And and that's why I don't mean to sound like a broken record from yesterday. But anyways, let's carry on. The next thing is that here in Canada, within the province of Ontario, which is basically, I would argue, a large percentage of Canada's economy, aside from Montreal and Vancouver, um, Ontario had the Ontario government and also across Canada too, not all across Canada, but I believe it's at this point by tomorrow, it'll be a federal thing. They have stopped giving out AstraZeneca and have temporarily suspended it due to linkage to blood clots after multiple cases are coming, are showing up now of, um, of, of people dying from blood clots, people in their uh, 40s all the way to their 80s um, and, and all that. So look, again, this is what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not telling any of you to get it or not get the vaccine. You all know where I stand on this. I think most of you do. I Again, I'll just reiterate it quickly. I will not be getting it. But at the same time, you know, a lot of people uh, that I know personally are actually, believe it or not, questioning whether or not they should uh, be getting their second shot because they hear this. And again, it's it, it, it's like saying, uh, you know, what's going to, how do you know um, the, the side effect of something that's going to be out, uh, that's going to take, eh, excuse me, how do you know the side effects of something if it's very new and it hasn't been tested for years, it's only been tested on weeks, maybe months, you don't, right? Now, again, maybe, maybe there's some technology that... Uh, Maybe there's some technology that could prove that wrong, but as of yet, we have yet to see it. And if there is some type of technology like that, I'm sure they're not using it for COVID. I'm sure it's for much more secretive things, such as the things we talk about in the main episodes, right? Anyways, with that being said, too, it's, again, this is the... um, this is the scary thing. Everyone says, no, it's fine. It's fine. AstraZeneca or even all the vaccines, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And the next thing you know, there's a problem. And then all of a sudden, everyone who got their first shot says, holy shit, and then they have to quite they second guess it right so again um case in point and one more thing i wanted to mention too is that there are videos go, going viral not on everyone but on some people and when i say some i really don't have a percentage or a number that i could give unfortunately but i'm not even kidding magnets are and thank you for 
for the the to the person who sent me that video you know who you are um there and i did search it up there are actual magnets that are being attached to people's arms like you just take a normal magnet from your house you place it near where the vaccine was shot in and it just gets attached so again some are calling it fake news because they tried it on themselves and it didn't work others are saying others are saying it's, it's real because they tried it on themselves and it did work so you know we'll uh, we'll see what happens there anyways the next thing is that two small planes collided in colorado and nobody was injured wow that that's good to hear that's good to hear uh the next thing is that liz cheney which is dick cheney's daughter dick cheney was the vice president of the united states under george bush uh arguably the strongest vice president ever allegedly he ran the show not george but whatever uh liz cheney is uh, gone as chair of the republican party and the republican national committee i'm not kidding it took only 16 minutes to be precise and to be precise and a whole bunch of booing to get her out of there. Um, they, she's not a Trump supporter. She said that even after she was kicked off the committee, she said she will still continue to uh, support Trump, uh, not to support Trump, to, to, to speak out against Trump. Excuse me. Um, look, that's her opinion. She was voted off the committee. And to, there are people out there saying, you know, it's good that she's gone. Other people are saying what's happening to the Republican Party. Listen, like I say, it's the majority of the party. If that's what they want, just like my philosophy to a lot of other things in life, if that's what the majority wants, unless you can present to me a better way of approaching something democratically, I don't know what else we could do. If that's what the party wants, then so be it, right? I mean, um, and, and if you want to fight it, then again, that's politics. You got to garner up and rally enough support in the, in your community. And then you run as a, as a, for public office of some type. And that's how you slowly get the party back. It's true. Right. Um, uh, because to say that Trump came along and then all of a sudden everyone, uh, Trump came along, along and within a matter of months, everyone changed. No, Trump's been around for about five years. I think we're going on to five and a half years now. Right. So he's been in there for a while, whether you like him or not, the guy, the guy hustled with his rallies, all that kind of stuff. So he put the message out there. It was just up to the people if they wanted to agree with him or not. Right. So the next thing is that Ellen DeGeneres is ending her show in 2002. Oh, thank God. Maybe some of you like Ellen, but my God, I can't stand it. Anyways, she did. Yeah, no, no, no. Good, 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 good. She apparently I hear all these stories of her going to the bank, cashing $20 million checks, being a real, you know, a pain in the ass to people. And on her set too, we all know there was an FBI investigation into that. I don't know how legitimate the FBI investigation was with regards to her, you know, alleged workplace harassment of the employees. And the reason why I say that is because just like here in Canada in the West, FBI slash RCMP investigations, RCMP is Canada's version of the FBI sort of, um, they, they, they're either very serious investigations, because I'm not trying to disrespect the people that work there, but at the same time, some of them are just nothing burgers, so I don't, I, I don't know what happened to that, maybe I should have looked it up, but I honestly don't care. Uh, the next thing is that um, the Biden administration cannot say when the gasoline crisis will end, wait, never mind, as of right now, Oh, wow. What do you know? I just got an alert that um, the pipeline and the gasoline crisis is back up and running. Oh, okay, cool. Um, okay, so never mind them. They, they, okay, to be fair, to give them credit, they did not say when the pipeline crisis, the cyber attack would be over, but... As it seems, everything's back up and running. I just got a few different... I'm still getting alerts right now on my phone. Uh, so, okay. I mean, they didn't really give the press an answer and give the American people an answer, but fine, it's back. Okay, let's move on. Now, with that being said, they're dodging about Israel. Jen Psaki is dodging about Israel. Again, as I say, people on the left and the right are calling her Jen Psyopi because, you know, she keeps saying, let me circle back to you, let me circle back to you. And then she never does or, you know. So, 
And that's another thing. Did you see the Washington Post did an article about how Biden doesn't need to speak? Like Trump doesn't need to make speeches as much as, as often as Trump does because Biden has all these great speakers for him. I'm serious. The Washington Post presented it that way. But that you can flip that the other way too. You can make that seem like that's terrible. Why does he have so many people writing and speaking for him? You know what I mean? At least, not not to defend Trump, but to be fair and consistent, at least with Trump, it was, hey, you know, he'd get up, up to the podium or to the stage or whatever. Okay, you next, you next. True. Anyways, um, the next thing, uh, well, regarding the whole Israel thing with Jen Psaki, look, I mean, they're going to stay quiet, I feel like. I don't know what's going on in the back end. I am certain without a shadow of a doubt the CIA is monitoring this closely. I'm sure there's communications with, President, with Prime Minister Netanyahu, but again... It seems like this is Israel's war. Uh, we could argue in a big picture sort of thing. This is a United States versus Iran war. And some of you might be saying, Dave, why and how? Well, I'll explain very quickly. The United States is always has and always probably will back Israel and fund them financially and all that. And Iran funds Hamas, which is why people are now saying that these strikes on uh, Israel, these rocket strikes are a little too coordinated because some of them got through the Iron Dome. But again, well, I don't want to start, you know, spreading disinformation when when there is none to begin with so we'll see how that plays out the next thing is that the united nations chief has called for a doubling of the world vaccine production okay i, I don't i don't understand when these politicians or these people of of, of authority or uh, public positions call for this or call for that i mean I, does it really put and kick anyone in the ass and put them into the into rear uh bleh, put their gear into I forgot the phrase. I'm not even going to say it. Never mind. It, it puts them into, into action. I don't know. I doubt it. I mean, I know what's symbolic when these politicians call for things, but I mean, come on. It's a waste of time, in my opinion. The next thing is that the uh, a Brazil judge has provided a lifeline for threatened indigenous tribes. Good. I'm happy to see that. The, look, this is what I'm saying. These are tribes and people, as long as I understand the context here, who just want to do their thing. They want to live in their little part of a forest, let alone a country or the world. They want to do their own little thing, live their lives, and that's it. What's the problem? The problem is, obviously, like I, th I think I spoke about in yesterday's episode or Monday's, are these miners and these illegal... Um, these illegal miners and all that and these these rebel groups that are coming in and trying to take things for profit and you know they, they end up murdering these tribes and the families even though they're complying and they surrender with their hands up they still kill them so again it's nice to see that at least on a public level a judge has given them some breathing room metaphorically now can the judge stop these rebel tribes from coming in no that's reality right now it's different if the judge maybe placed an order and said hey you know the the we're going to put some police and, and encircle your tribe or your territory so you don't get attacked again. But, you know, so the next thing is that um, and at the same time, too, uh, the government is also taking some land as well that was supposed to be natural and indigenous. So that plays into it as well. The next thing is that President Macron in France, his party has banned Muslim candidates from wearing a hijab on um, on their campaign ads and things like that. And look, this is a touchy subject, and, and the reason why I say that is because not it's not touchy for me, it's touchy for the people of France, I would say, because uh, ultimately what's happening here is that, again, I, if for those who listened to yesterday's Kraken episode, there was a letter written by about, I think, 30 generals, French generals, to President Macron and his administration saying, listen... We are um, we're on the brink of a civil war. There's going to be a problem, and we you know there, there's tensions and things like that. On top of that, 130,000 soldiers 
put their signatures on a piece of paper to the French government, but not their names, so they could not identify who the soldiers were, saying that they're concerned as well about this tension and that the French government and the current French administration needs to stop supporting Islamists and things like that. Because according to these soldiers, they believe that this whole thing with these... Uh, these Islamists are going too far. Look, it's not for me to decide. At the end of the day, like I said, these soldiers are voicing their opinions. The French government responded saying, you know, if they were the, saying basically, our sol the soldiers that signed this are cowardly for doing this because they didn't put their names on it. I mean, look, there's a... I, I don't blame the soldiers for not putting their names on it, technically speaking, and I'll tell you why. Who knows what the French government or French intelligence would do to you if they see that your signature is on there? Now, you might be saying, Dave, you're telling me they're going to go after all 130,000? No, but by having a name, they could then filter down who started this movement, who started this petition, and then go to, you know, the small group that started it and started to expand the signatures. That's what they'd probably do. Now, what would they do to them after that? I don't know, but again... We got to look at both angles here, right? And even more than that, if there's more than two angles. So, look, if they're warning of a civil war and people are concerned, what can I say? I, I don't, what can we say? Uh, if things break out, if shit hits the fan, that's what's going to end up happening. Uh, whether you're Christian, Muslim, uh, it does Jewish, it doesn't matter at this point, right? Ultimately, the people that are going to suffer are the people that want no, um, no, no, uh, no bone in this fight, if you will, if that's even, I don't know, I'm not good with, with those sayings, but you, you guys know what I mean. Uh, the next thing is that a U.S. senator has proposed $10 billion for NASA to include Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin in their future projects. You uh, Look, 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 this, I don't know which senator did this, I didn't look into this because I know for a, f I'm, I, with, with a pretty good understanding of the way things work, Jeff Bezos has power in politics like there's no tomorrow just because of the money, the influence and all that, he guaranteed paid this, this senator, um, donated to the senator, paid to the campaign, to his campaign fund or donate or something like that to get this senator to do this, right, so because uh, Bezos lost out to a contract uh, by, uh, to a contract from uh, SpaceX, now, now, look, ultimately, big picture side of things, folks, it's just to funnel money. So I, I don't, in my humble opinion, so Blue Origin, SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, doesn't matter which of the three, uh, it's, it's, it's a money funneler. I'm not trying to disrespect the engineers working there and all that, but again, let's be real with ourselves too, right? What's really going on underground, literally, so, and metaphorically. And everybody knows, right? Uh, at least everyone that watches the show knows. The next thing is that U.S. inflation has seen its biggest jump since 2008. Unfortunate, but people are saying the housing crisis may come back again and circle back. Uh, people, the banks are doing the same thing that they did 10, 15 years ago. So instead of a recession every 50 to 100 years, it's now every 10 years. People are not giving given time to recover. Again, I'm not a um, an economist. I'm not a... Uh, yeah, I'm not a, on a, an expert on macroeconomics whatsoever, but, you know, we'll see what happens. The next thing is that Myanmar journalists face deportation from Thailand. Again, if that's what their government wants to do, it's not... I, I, I don't... I hate to keep saying that, saying, you know, if that's what they want to do, let them do it, but... It comes down to perspective and political opinion, meaning that should the West or should the US or should Russia or China be the, the moderators of the world or should people let countries do their own thing? 
So you're going to have a bunch of politicians saying, oh, we believe in journalism and freedom of speech and blah, blah, blah. But if Thailand wants them out, they're not going to, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll kick them out. You'd have to give Thailand a good reason or use something against them to not do that. And then you have to weigh the options. Is it worth it or not? So, you know, uh, the next thing is that uh, a Hong Kong police officer who is allegedly one of the highest officers in the country was caught at an unlicensed massage parlor. Again, I don't know if he'll be punished, reprimanded with because it's the CCP over there. I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure. Maybe it'll get swept under the rug. But again, the fact that this news already made its way out of China me- means that it slipped or something. So, you know, it, it's it, it's hard to say, right? But we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Cons- but here's the other thing too. This is not an average Hong Kong police officer who they could just make disappear. This is a high level one. Now, don't get me wrong. If the CCP wants to disappear this person, they will. But at the same time, maybe because of their position and influence, they can nudge their way out of it. But, you know, unlicensed massage parlor, that's I mean, I mean, probably sexual favors are going on in there. Who knows, right? But I mean, I, I would imagine that's the worst it would be. But we all know how the CCP is, right? And the uh, the final thing is that the Taliban has captured yet another district in Afghanistan ahead of a potential ceasefire. So I've actually asked myself this, guys. When am I going to stop reporting on what's going on and what the Taliban is capturing and not capturing? It, it, again, it's just because the, the you know, uh, American soldiers, British soldiers, Canadian soldiers, Australian soldiers, from my understanding, I think New Zealand too, if I'm not mistaken, um, they've been in Afghanistan for years, right? So it's hard to say. It really is. And, I, and I, it, again, I keep referring to this. It comes down to perspective. If you don't think that there should be a moderator there from another country, this is the shit that's going to happen. If you think, and I'm not saying that's a wrong decision, by the way, it's your own humble personal opinion. But if you think that there should be, then maybe things won't happen. But then it's a debate as to when do the troops ever leave? Because trying to reform that whole country, um, I think it's called a counterinsurgents plan, if I'm not mistaken, trying to reform that whole country, uh, let alone actually, well, is tough because then you have other countries in the the Middle East getting involved and it just becomes a mess, right? So again, um, that's it for today and we'll catch all of you for some more news tomorrow and then like I said, as a friendly reminder, after tomorrow, there will not be another Kraken episode for about five or six days. So that's about it. Thank you so much. Cheers.